Hello, everyone. Today, we will be talking about the end of curriculum exam, as well as the big, bad, dreaded, or not dreaded, who knows, PANCE, P-A-N-C-E, so our national certification exam that we must take and pass in order to become a nationally certified physician associate. So today I will talk about my experience with both of those exams, as well as how I prepped for the PANCE. Tune in. Okay, so the big, big bad pants, right? It's a necessary evil for all of us who want to become PAs. But before I get to that, you must first get through the EOC, aka your end of curriculum exam that you take at the end of your training to become a PA. At my program, we took it all together It was during our final semester, maybe a couple weeks before graduation, if I remember correctly. Basically, it's like a run-through of the pants. It's basically prepping you to get ready for the pants, and you're not supposed to prepare for it. It's just supposed to kind of gauge how much you've retained and how much you've improved from when you took your pack rat, really, in the beginning of your training and then you take your pack rat as well at the end but this one I personally did not prepare for uh, nor did we really need to but it is from PAEA so it is one of their exams they make the end of rotation exams for all of the public programs I believe definitely for my program we utilize them and the way the scoring system works for your end of curriculum exam is a little odd in my opinion. Basically, the score ranges from 1200 to 1800. Not sure how they came up with those numbers, but it and it essentially lets you know if you have what they qualify as limited, satisfactory, or advanced medical knowledge. So if you have a 1200 to 1400, you're limited. If you have 1400 to 1600, you are considered satisfactory. And anything above 1600 to 1800, you would be advanced. Personally, at my program, we were required to meet the satisfactory level, so we had to make at least a 1400 in order to pass. I believe all of us passed, so that was really great. And personally, I made, I think it was around a 1600, 1600 something. I just remember it was advanced and I was really pleasantly surprised by that. (laughs) Uh, That being said, it is a 300 question exam. So it's pretty long because you have one minute per question and you're allowed some break time as well. I personally though am really weird and I just like to kind of push through on my exams. So I didn't take any breaks because I'm also paranoid and I'm afraid that I will mess something up if I try to take my paused break time to go to the bathroom or something else bad will happen. So I just like to push through and get it done as fast as I can, but while also still making a decent grade. So thankfully that was the case here, but definitely not recommended if by all means take the breaks. They're there for a reason. I'm just an atypical weird person sometimes. So definitely not the norm to not take breaks. That being said, uh, with 
your end of curriculum, it definitely is a good preview of what to expect on the pants, just in regards to the amount of questions and sitting there and preparing yourself to be in an essentially, you know, at least five hour examination. It's, it's pretty taxing, just that in and of itself, in my opinion. Now, the big bad pants, right? The one that we all dread or look forward to or whatever kind of person you may be. That one, of course, as you may or may not know, you register for that online, you go to a testing center, similar to how you took the SAT or ACT, it's all of that logistical stuff is the same. And you have to make at least a 350 to pass. The average is a 474 right now. Thankfully, I passed. I made a 545, so I was pretty happy with my score. And they say allow two weeks to get your score results, but mine and a lot of my classmates came in sooner. I would say in about five to six days, I believe. I took mine on a Wednesday and I got mine the next week, I think on Monday or Tuesday. You will get it electronically. You just log on to your NCCPA account and you will see there your dashboard and you can click on exams and it'll say either passed or failed and then it'll give you your score and it will uh, give you a beautiful breakdown of where you missed in different categories and won't tell you the exact thing but you can kind of guesstimate which questions it was if you remember um, what you got wrong and just topics that maybe weren't your easiest for you but thankfully you don't have to wait forever to get those exam reports in and they are pretty helpful now usually most people take their pants at eight o'clock in the morning however if you're lucky and you can get one of the 2 p.m. start dates or start times, I would do that. I personally did that because unless you're a morning person, then by all means stick to what time you work best. But I know I'm not naturally a morning person, and of course I have my daughter, so I always have to take her to school in the morning and then get to the testing center early. It just didn't seem very feasible to do an 8 a.m. So the 2 p.m. was perfect. I had time to get her to school in the morning, get some coffee, kind of relax, do all of my morning routine, get to the testing center a full hour early, just really not feel rushed or add any to any anxiety that I may have had for taking the exam. So I definitely am thankful that I chose to take the 2 p.m exam that being said i was not done you know of course it's minimum five hours that you're going to be there so be prepared to leave when it's dark so that was a little depressing getting out at like seven something but other than that no real drawbacks to taking it at 2 p.m and for me once again as i alluded to earlier with my end of curriculum experience i had originally planned to take at least one more likely two breaks during my pants but of course being the weirdo that I tend to be and ultra paranoid I ended up just tuckering through and believe it or not taking the whole five-hour exam without any breaks so I just uh yeah I don't know how I did that I was really exhausted afterward my eyes were bloodshot so I probably looked super crazy because I didn't do my makeup or anything like that that day. Shout out to my classmates who 
were getting out of their exams and the one who was taking it at the same time as me who got to see me in all my crazy glory. But <laughs> anyways, the exam is broken up into five blocks of 60 questions each. And I basically, what I did was I would give myself between each section, maybe like a one minute or something like that, little break to rest my eyes and then just keep going through. So I didn't actually leave my testing location, little spot, little cubby, whatever it's called. I didn't take any official breaks, but I just did like a mini mental break, if you will, in between each section. And then I just pushed, pushed on through. And of course, in addition to being a crazy long exam, it's also a crazy expensive, in my opinion, exam. So the current rate, the rate that I paid is $550. So that was another huge motivating factor for me to prepare adequately so that way I could pass the first time because I definitely did not want to find a way as a student with student loan debt and not working yet to find another $550 to take an exam for five hours seemed like a nightmare. (laughs) So thankfully, God was on my side. He had my back and I only had to do that once. But if you are unlucky and you end up having to take it again, you are able to. It's a limited amount of times. I want to say it's six or seven times, but God forbid you would have to take it that many times. And you have to wait three months in between. So you can't just take it again the next week. Unfortunately, you have to wait at a minimum three months. So it will give you adequate time to continue to prepare and study so that way you will take it and pass it the second time hopefully now speaking of preparing how to prepare for this exam right there's so many different ways and whatever's been working for you you can utilize that personally the way I prepared was very very similar to how I'd been preparing for my end of rotation exams so basically that consisted of Rosh review, right? So I I did end up purchasing one of their more cost-effective items. I believe it's about 30, 40 bucks maybe. It was their pants. I think it's called Power Pack. It, number 1, it was of basically 300 something high yield questions. And I would say really that exam wasn't like difficult at all. It was pretty high yield, pretty easy sort of questions but it was nice because I utilized that as like a guide on topics to study so I would take the question even if I got it right I would still focus on whatever topic that question was asking and then go on from there and 300 questions was something that was doable for me some of the packs and other companies to offer like a thousand something or more questions I just personally didn't have enough time to do that many so it just made the most sense to go this route and I feel like it was helpful of course I utilize smarty pants because they have the blueprint for because of course NCCPA posts the blueprint so you need to study off of that it shows you the percent of each category as well as the topics within each category that you will be tested from So going through Smarty Pants, covering, making sure I hit all of those topics and getting all the high yield information was paramount. I did that first, so I tried to split it up as best I could. There are 14 different categories on the pants. So I did 
one category it would take me my plan was to only take a day per category but it ended up taking a lot longer than i originally anticipated so it looked more like one to two days per category and of course some categories have more information to cover than others but i wanted to make sure i had all the categories covered all of the topics covered with enough time to be able to just kind of review all my notes afterwards. So that definitely took a while, but thankfully my program allows us the option to have what we call a study month. So I definitely utilized that study month to genuinely study for the pants. So I was in the library and a little private study room almost every day during that month on campus. And if not, I was at home studying or at a coffee shop, just kind of switching it up and that was really really helpful i would say to helping me just feel at least as prepared as i could i felt like i could have had a little more time but at the end of the day i did fine it was okay so if you feel a little like that it's probably normal but if you've covered all your bases the best you can then go for it and just have confidence and believe in yourself when it comes time to take your actual pants now that being said I definitely think the pants was a good mix of hard and easy questions. Uh, Some were pretty straightforward. Some I was like, I have no idea what this is about. And then some were in the middle. So it was a little hard to gauge how I felt like I did, honestly. But I, I genuinely felt like I passed. And thankfully, I was correct. But once you get that out of the way, it is great. You're officially a certified PA, you have your degree, you can finally start, you know, working and getting your, all the next steps, right? Your MPI, your DEA, all of these other things that I basically had no clue how to do prior. And it was a ton of paperwork, but I will talk about that in a future episode in regards to the steps after graduation for when you're a new grad and all of the nuances of job offers and everything that you don't really learn in PA school. Now, of course, you can always get your discounts if you want to utilize some of the resources out there. You can use my code PA underscore Liera. That's PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. So capital P, capital A, and a capital L. That's my first name backwards. And you can use that to get 15% off your My PA Box subscription now that the CASPA applications are opening very soon, next month in April. You can also have some fun and get 10% off your Med by Live purchases on her website. Get some cool PA and sleigh gear or any other PA clothing, stickers, fun stuff like that. Kind of speak into existence, manifest your PA life. (laughs) And also 20% off Picmonic because that, of course, is one that honestly you can use to study at any time, even before PA school honestly, but I mainly utilize that during didactic as a quick, easy way, kind of fun, passive way to study the different learning modules and to do it in a way that was really easy and just kind of helped it stick into my brain, the different topics. Now, next episode, I will be diving deeper into all of the my insights and updates in regards to my jobs. Thankfully now, I have already started all of my jobs except for one. I, I have my first day next week on my own, but as you may or may not know, I'm doing 
psychiatry as my main job, but I'm starting part-time going to full-time. So I'm working pain management one day a week to supplement that as well as at a low testosterone men's health clinic uh, every Saturday morning to kind of supplement my income for now. And that those have been going really, really well. I'm very blessed to say that. I'm, I'm happy to have these opportunities. I'm enjoying working as a PA and I'm enjoying all of my jobs. So I can't wait to share more information about all of those with you guys next episode so you can get a better insight into what does a pain management PA look like? What does an outpatient psychiatric PA job look like? And same thing, what does you know, hormone and testosterone replacement look like with a sprinkle of primary care. So it's really, really nice to be able to learn and participate in all these different parts of medicine, especially some that we don't get much exposure to during PA school, like pain management and testosterone replacement. I had zero, (laughs) literally zero experience or exposure to those during or before being a PA. Uh, So that has definitely been a learning experience, but a very, very good one. Also, life update. I got a new puppy literally yesterday. We got a beautiful black Frenchie, my favorite type of dog ever, which you probably don't know because I never talk about that, but his name is Cosmo. He is adorable. He's learning how to potty train right now. He gets his next set of shots this week, and he is just an absolute beautiful addition to our little family so very happy with that he's keeping me busy when i'm not working but in a good way he's a good little puppy and of course you can always connect to me on instagram at pa underscore liera please feel free to reach out whatever you may need anything i'm always very receptive in my dms and of course if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast please 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 leave a five-star review it means the world to me it takes like two seconds of your day and it genuinely helps the podcast grow and reach new audiences so your support is much appreciated and it helps me to keep going doing what i'm doing and creating this content for you guys And of course, I know last episode, I announced that my new website is up and running at www.becomingapa.org. So go ahead and check that out. If you haven't already, you can learn more about me there, contact me directly, schedule any of the pre-PA services you might need, find kind of your discount central for all the discount codes all in one. You can even subscribe to my email list to be the first ones to know about new podcast episodes, other news and services, things like that. And of course, I am still offering the pre-PA services. So one-on-one 30-minute CASPA application reviews where we just go together over Zoom. We review your CASPA application, just make sure that it looks tip-top the best that it can. Check for any red flags before you submit once that opens up in April. I also have the mock interviews, same thing. It's $50 for a 30-minute interview via Zoom. I can tailor that to whichever type of interview you're going to have, or if you haven't had one uh, interview invite yet, then we can do a little bit of MMI, a little bit of traditional, or whatever you want. Honestly, we can make it happen. And then afterwards, I give you some live personalized feedback, and then I'll give you a beautifully written summary of my feedback and tips for just really doing well and optimizing your time during your interview to 
really wow the admissions committee and stand out from the crowd because as you know they offer invites to hundreds of people so you want to be one of those select chosen few to make it past the interview round and to be offered a spot in a PA program so you can also become a PA one day. That is my wish for you. And of course, as always, I still offer the personal statement edits. So it's $30 for one round of edits, $40 for two rounds of edits. I genuinely enjoy. I've been doing those for over a year now and I love reading you guys stories and just hearing about your different experiences and helping you guys to tweak your essays for flow, content, grammar, making sure you're addressing the prompt properly and not making any of those red flag mistakes that I have seen a time or two while doing this. So it's really, really nice to see the growth and progress that you guys can make just even after one, two rounds of edits. It it can genuinely make your essay just go the next mile. So I'm really happy that I'm continuing those services as well. And if there's any other services you guys might need, Go ahead and hit me up on Instagram or on my website. You know where to find me. So once again, thanks for tuning back in. I appreciate you and I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. Until next time. Bye, guys.